<laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blonde Moments Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Bogie. And I'm your other host, Melinda Collins. And it's so nice to be here with everyone today. Yep, you can hear Gatsby groaning in the background. Very nice. He's our official podcast mascot. He is. He gives us the... F- Sometimes when we're reading stories, he does sigh, and it's almost like he's disappointed in yeah, us. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, oh my god, you guys, are you really talking about this again? Mom, your actions are just disappointing. <laughs> Stop talking about shit. <laughs> we will not. We will never. We you will can't never. make us. Well, speaking of shit, I'll just go ahead and get this story oh, out of the way. Boy. A listener, Kim Gray, sent this in to us. I just want to hear you guys talk about this madness and sent this video of Farah. Okay. From Teen Mom. From Teen Mom. She's almost unrecognizable to she, me. I was going to say that too. So basically, it's a video of her saying that she's going to be selling her poop in jars. No. (laughs) These poor postal workers. This is what y'all have to carry around. Farts, poop, hot Mm -hmm. tub water. So we've gone from farts in a jar to poop in a jar. We've come... We're, we're just keep pushing the envelope And there's probably a market for it. Well, you talked about selling your bath water. I would. So, of course, I had to look this up because I was like, no way is she legit selling her shit in jars. And yes, I agree. She's almost unrecognizable. She's had so much plastic surgery. Basically, this video has since been deleted by her. Okay. Okay. And it was originally, I guess, posted (laughs) on her OnlyFans. So she came out after this video was posted saying, haha, just kidding, guys. I'm actually selling slime that's like in a poop like poop slime oh. and like with her face on it her picture she's selling like this Farah Abraham poop slime so it's not really poop okay but but there's always a but people digging further say that she since has said this being like oh just kidding i was just selling poop slime because she was embarrassed that the video got leaked from her only fans that she actually did want to sell her shit <laughs> But then it backfired. <laughs> and so she tried to like backpedal and be like, just kidding, selling poop slime. So, well, that was some fast thinking on her behalf to like totally switch gears and be like, mm-hmm. um, it was just poop slime. So people are saying, like, oh my gosh, it's a cover up, you know, like whatever else. So I don't know. Could be a cover up. She could be secretly selling her shit on the side. I don't know. So was she high or drunk when she accidentally posted that video? <sighs> I mean, who knows? I don't I don't know much about Farah. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I don't either. I just I mean, I remember like seeing some episodes of her when she was like young on the show when her daughter was like super mm-hmm. little, but it was never a show I really got into. I watched like the very first like original season. But I didn't really watch it much beyond the first original season. Mm-hmm. So I still know like some of those cast members or whatever, but I, it's still on, right? Yep. It's still yeah. on. It's still, I think they still have some of the OG moms still on there mm-hmm. that are like, God, they have to be like close to 30 now, right? Or older, I'm sure. Yeah, that's crazy. I I don't know about that one. I mean. I'm not going to be sending any money over Venmo <laughs> for this. If People wanted to buy my shit. I mean, I guess. Why not? You would just be scooping up dog poop, though. We already know <laughs> you. Like, you're you're already scheming on how you can do it without having to actually do it. My sister sent me a message. She was like, you have to do the right thing and try the dog food out. <laughs> yes, Jill. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, of course, Jill would say that. She's very similar to you, like, mm-hmm. with things like that. I'm like the devil in disguise, right? Yeah, but I agree. I said it last time that I think I would do it for maybe the first day or two, and then I'd be like, oh, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) I'd be done. Well, this leads me to the most exciting part of today. I have something so exciting for you. Oh, no. Oh, God. That's why you kept your coat on? (laughs) Okay, so she has a fart in a jar. What does it say? Does it have the date on it? Yes, it says. (laughs) 
Why me? So what I have in my hot little hands here is one of my farts in a jar. (laughs) It says Gina's fart and I dated it because it was yesterday. (laughs) So it was hot and fresh. Well, I was super gassy yesterday and I was in the house alone. The kids were at school. My husband was at work. (laughs) I was like cooking in the kitchen, getting things ready. And I had my jar out and I had no pants or panties on. Because oh I'm like, when this fart comes, I don't want to have to pull my pants down. Like, you know, what way if, too much work. Yeah, I just want to like put the jar there. Oh it made the funniest sound. <laughs> this jar. How fast were you on closing it up? I think I was pretty class fast. So you have to open it. I don't have to. Yes. No, I am not smelling this because you know what? You're going to try to charge me for it. You're going to be like this. But is what too- if I lie? No. It's gas. Mm-mm. It's, you got to do it. I am not doing this, <laughs> Gina. I am not doing this. The thought of even like attempting this is... Mel, what if I lie and say why, that you can smell it? Why would it? you lie? What's the point of lying? Why would I lie about the dog food? Well, this is... the the. This is a totally different scenario. <laughs> All right, I won't lie. You'll have to trust me. I'm on sure it. it's going to be released and it'll come over here, <laughs> and then we'll know if. What I- if I didn't close it fast enough? I don't know. Well, I'm gonna. Oh my god. I'm gonna check it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this day was going to come. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. It definitely still smells. <laughs> I'm about to throw up. Oh my god! You can recap that. You don't have to let it keep just waving. This isn't a candle. It definitely still smells. What was your stank? It was pretty stinky. I'm it not was. gonna lie. It still smells. I'm glad I'm behind glass and far away from you right now. <laughs> So, no, I didn't put a rose petal in it, so you, I it don't was know. Full funk. It was the full funk. Yeah, I don't know if a rose petal would help or not, or the fact that it was just yesterday, but it definitely still smelled like my ass. That's I'm, for sure. I'm glad I'm not getting any over here. <laughs> Does it make you want to masturbate now? Um, no, it definitely <laughs> makes me want to consider selling them, though, since I know it does work. Why? Do, why do you have to do this experiment to believe me? Well, you know, I don't know, because I said I was going to do it, so I had to do it. Okay. Well, you know what I'm happy about? That this can now be put to rest and be behind us. Hey, Uh, uh, you got to follow through with the things you say you're going to do. The next thing I'm going to bring here is what? Toad venom. Oh, you scared me. I thought I was going to be poop in a jar. I'm like, (laughs) no. Officially, no. I'm a woman of my word. I'm going to record it. I told. I should Chris. have recorded you sniffing your own toots. <laughs> Everybody sniffs their own toots. Everybody does. You can't fart in not- from a jar, though. Well, what's the difference? It's a day old fart. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds gross. If you fart, you're smelling your own fart, whether it's in a jar or in the air. Yeah, most people like their own funk, so. I don't, you know, this was kind of stinky. Well, because you, it's it's a day old. Mm-hmm. That's why. I wonder if it was a week old, if it would still smell. It's a gas, Gina. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it Next will. time I'm making you smell no, it. No, I'm good. I texted Chris yesterday because I haven't been I gassed. would do my, you know what, maybe I would do my own but well, I don't, you know what? Do your own. I have no reason to do that, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> My voice got all high. <laughs> I was texting Chris that I was farting in a jar. And he was like, oh, my God. Because I have not been gassy lately. So the first opportunity I had, I took it. What are you going to do with that jar now? I'm going to leave it here. For what? Just in case you want to smell it later. I'm going to get a hazmat outfit. <laughs> those big rubber gloves. Tongs. I'm going to leave it here for you. Because you know what? There might st- still be a little smell in here. So I can pleasure and myself leave, later. Yeah. When I leave today and everyone, you know, Camden's taking a nap, uh-huh. you're going to sneak back down here and you're going to open that jar and see if there's a little remnants left for you to smell. Yes. That's the perfect explanation of the rest of my day. <laughs> 
Well, I can put it to rest now. I opened my fart jar. It smelled like my fart. It's just funny to me how this is becoming just like these stories are out every week. Like I there's know. new people doing this and making money. I did this for free. That's why I said I'm not smelling it because you're going to try to charge me. <laughs> Mm-mm. I ain't stupid. I wasn't born yesterday like that fart was. So <laughs> count me out. Well, I had to wear my jacket in here and everything I today. was wondering, because you usually take your coat off. It's yes. like the first thing you do when you get here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm cold because I couldn't carry my purse down here, a bag, because I never come in here with a purse or bag. Mm-hmm. So you would be like, what are you doing? I already was questioning what you were doing because I'm, I'm like, it's not that cold in here. <laughs> but hey, I'm not on my A game. Mm-hmm. I should have realized what you had up your sleeve. Something literally was up my sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a listener story um, sent in from Alyssa, and it is titled Toilet Seat Cocaine. Oh. Part two. Boy. Mm-hmm. Hey, besties. I'm a newer listener from Wisconsin. Represent. Have been listening starting from your first episode. I am currently listening to your toilet seat cocaine episode. Why am I so excited to share? I do not know. As I wrote this quickly, bear with me. (laughs) I've definitely done coke off the back of a toilet seat, though. Of course you have. Not like the toilet seat, Uh the toilet tank. You actually lifted the seat and did it right (laughs) off the the rim. (laughs) No, the toilet tank. You just straddle the toilet, put it on the back of the toilet tank, give her a sniff, and you're good to go. The very first time I've ever seen anybody do coke, that was how they were doing it. Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody who's done coke in a bathroom has done it off the back of the fucking toilet tank. Everybody. Why don't you just do it off of your hand? It's messy. But people poop. They don't poop on the toilet tank lid. Um, Pooticles. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Pooticles, you were snorting pooticles. cocaine and shit. It was living. My cocaine was laced with poop. <laughs> Not fentanyl, but poop. All right, she says, it's early May. I had just walked out of my Shopco job and quit after bitching the fuck out of my store manager. Later that month, I broke up with my high school boyfriend of about seven years, treating me like shit mentally, verbally, a little physically. Oh, thank God you got out of that one. Yeah, no kidding. He loved to drink. I considered him an alcoholic and drugs more than he loved me. So much so that we were actually selling weed for a while, but ended up getting raided by the feds a short time later. I'll save that story for another time. I do yeah, want to hear that story. Hear that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that summer slash fall after we broke up, freshly just turned 21, I was ready to go and do my own thing. I had saved about $2,000 for college in the fall, independent I am. You go, girl. But apparently doing my own thing meant strippers and cocaine. Yes. <laughs> I fucked around and got addicted to cocaine. I have never admitted that to anyone, but I think it would be fair to say. I mean, I should, I'm not saying yes to being addicted to cocaine. Well, you were having fun. That's what we're talking about. I hadn't yes said that she was fun. addicted at that point. Yeah. So to start, I had blown my entire savings. 2000 oh, no. was a lot to me at 21 for sure. Yeah. On alcohol, coke, and weed. One night I was at the strip club with two of my close friends, a couple of other friends, one friend in which his dad actually owned the club, VIP, here we come. I mean, if you're going to go to a strip club, do it right. I was actually hooking up with the kid. No sex, just makeout sessions and drunk, drugged cuddles. But because we knew the owners, we sort of got away with some little things, just like picking some music, getting on stage, just one time, doing cocaine, you know, little things. My girlfriend and I were wanting to do another line, but wasn't sure where because we didn't really have privacy at the time. After a lot of thought and consideration, we ended up breaking up lines on the fucking back of the strip club toilet. Mm-hmm. Puke face. Mm-hmm. The fucking strip club toilet. That was all in caps, by the way. Just the unsanitary of it, but also, did we really need the drugs that bad? No. Shit was crazy. Happy it happened. Happier that it's over. So, Melinda, whoever that one castmate was that you were with who was doing lines in the bathroom isn't too far off. And that's the first time I'd ever seen somebody do coke. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, but I mean, he had just lost his dad. and But I was like, 21-year-old me was shocked. Oh. I had never been around it, so... 20-year-old, 21-year-old me was doing coke. Yeah. It's just a difference of life, right? In strip clubs, for sure. I have to say I have admittedly 
use the strip club bathroom toilet tank to do to coke as well. So, you know, we were living, okay. You weren't, th- I mean, you're 21, you're not thinking and it's just a means to an end. No, and when you're fucked up, you're not concerned about sanitary shit, you know? Right. This was way pre-COVID, okay? People weren't using hand sanitizer all the time and <laughs> right. Lysol. Well, that toilet probably hadn't been cleaned and... Oh, my God. Lord knows how long. <laughs> you even just think of, like, when you're drunk and you puke in, like, a bar bathroom and, like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 21, you're just a different person. Mm-hmm. I agree. Let me know if you'd like any more details, fill in blanks, or if you have questions. I'm happy to answer them. I've been meaning to message you stories for probably every episode, but this one I was determined to share stat. Looking forward to many more crazy-ass episodes and sharing more crazy-ass stories with you both. Your other best Wisconsin friend. Alyssa. Oh, thanks, Alyssa. Yeah, and you know what, Alyssa, thank you. I wouldn't beat yourself up about 21. I mean, that's like – I hate to say it, but I feel like that's what like your early 20s are for and like you – that's, you know, you learn the most. Mm-hmm. And I hope that you're clean and sober and living your best life now. And Now, if you're still, you know, doing coke off of the um, stripper's bathroom toilet and you're like, you know, in your late 40s, I would say that, you know, maybe there's some reconsideration that could still be done with your life. But yeah. when you're in your early 20s, yeah, I mean, oof. We all have done stupid shit in our 20s. I know I share a lot on this podcast, but there is some stuff from my early 20s I will not share. Which is insane to think about, mm-hmm. considering, considering the source what you here. have shared. <laughs> <laughs> some of it will just stay where it belongs back there in the 2000s. I don't think I have anything like, well, maybe I will. Never mind. We're moving on. Go ahead. It's your exactly. turn. <laughs> well, I have a fun, well, I shouldn't say fun. The story is not fun. We're going to get a little serious here for just a second. Oh, no. So Taylor sent this story in. Hey, ladies, I need advice and figured who better to ask? A woman who just smelled her fart in a jar? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. A woman who refused to smell the fart in the jar? Absolutely. Absolutely. Those are our two personalities (laughs) right there. Right there. (laughs) But Melinda is totally supportive to watch me fart. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm supportive to watch you do pretty much anything, Gina. And maybe if it looks fun, I'll join in. Wasn't the case today. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm leaving it here. You'll be down. You'll be back for that later. Oh, it's going to be in your coat pocket before you leave. (laughs) (sighs) So my best friend in the world is notoriously a serial cheater. She is honestly very attention driven and usually the dudes she dates are also awful and tend to cheat right back. So we tell her to be better and stay out of it. The last dude, however, she dated for like two years was honestly pure. He became part of our friend group and is now even in my wedding. Mm. He's the uncle to my kids and really became a staple. Aww. So I think he's like, not literally their uncle, but like their yeah, uncle. Yeah. You know? I get it. <laughs> uh, Gina, I'm not stupid. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. Well, you know what? I'm clarifying for everybody, okay? I don't think there's one person who is just confused. There might, there, no, that is not accurate. Nobody's sitting there like, huh? How did he become the uncle? (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. Somebody was. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Okay. Oh, my God. You know what? Edit that out. I'm just kidding. Nope. Nope. (laughs) For sure is keeping that one in. So when they broke up, we all felt it, but knew they had their issues, so we understood completely. She told us all would be fine if he was still in our wedding, and she told us we should still be friends. So now... We find out they've been talking the whole time they've been split up and have even exchanged I love yous every time they've spoken. Oh. He's still sending her flowers and trying to make it right, and she's entertaining it. But she's brought a new dude over. Uh Uh-oh. She's been fucking him, and she claims to really like him, but she's still saying I love you to our friend. Oh, that's not love. She FaceTimes the one dude while the other blows up her phone, and our buddy even texts us wondering if she's okay. Oh, God. You're in a hard place. Mm-hmm. We have all told her she needs to be honest and make up her mind, but she blatantly has told me 
No. So she was the one that introduced us to both of them, but she's made it way on our whole friend group's conscious. We want to stay out of it, but this dude is so good to her and mm-hmm. he looks stupid staying loyal to her. Is it our place to say something or should we fall back? We love her, but we know she's in the wrong and our friend would feel so hurt if he found out that we knew the whole time as well. We are so torn. Yeah, I think that would be the part that would it's, – it's probably not even the fact that she's playing him. It would be the fact that everybody else knew. When I had been cheated on in my past, the whole group of friends that I had had known that I had been cheated on. So you and don't feel betrayed by just one person. Yeah, you feel betrayed by everybody. everybody. It's like somebody could have just given me a hint or even just let me know because I was like – not that I was picturing a life with the person or anything, but it was just like you're doing your day-to-day and you – I don't know. I would feel like an absolute idiot. But in this situation, it's a little bit different if they're not like really in a relationship. I mean, if they are saying I love you to each other. They're not I mean, like together to together yeah. but they're together i mean i would maybe just have to be a friend to that guy especially if he's that close to you he's in your wedding he's the yeah you know I mean, what if he finds out like right before the wedding you know and he's like how could you i'm literally in your wedding how could you not tell me i just you don't even have to maybe fully come right out and say everything but maybe poke around a little bit more and see what his intentions are. Is he really in love with her and wants to pursue like a real future with this person? Well, and I feel I feel particularly here um it's very unfair to the dude. It is, yeah. Because he's the one staying loyal to her. He's obviously wants to work things out with her and he has no idea of her intentions and what she's doing. Mm-hmm. So, I feel that he wants to work things out and be with her. I feel like she does not. Because if she's fucking some other dude and avoiding his phone calls while she's FaceTiming the other dude, she doesn't want to work things out with him. To me, it sounds like he is just that person that she's keeping around in case this doesn't work well, this Mm -hmm. new guy, and that way she has somebody to fall back on. That it's – she's – God, I feel like I was kind of that person in my 20s a little bit where it's like I had kept guys around that I knew liked me, but I didn't really want like anything serious with. But then if I broke up – you know what I mean? Like I was kind of a shit, I guess, at certain points in in my 20s where it was like – I've I've led guys on before to believe that like there was going to be something more at some point, maybe – you know what I mean? Like – But I don't believe – they're in their twenties. I'm. I was just talking about my experience in in, the, in me being in my twenties. I'm just saying that whatever age she's at, it doesn't matter. It sounds like she's just keeping him on the back burner in case this new thing doesn't go right. So really, she's not being a very good person to this other guy. And what she should really do, if she does love him at all, which to me I don't think she does. She should just let him go. Right. So I just asked Taylor, actually, I asked how old the couple was because I'm like, you're right. This does play into factor. Mm -hmm. She said they're both 27. Okay. So still in their 20s. But still. But but old enough to like. Old enough to know know better. Right. And and that is the the age generally where people start settling down a little bit more. You know, you have friends that are starting Mm -hmm. to get married, have babies, Mm -hmm. things like that. You Mm -hmm. know, you're definitely not 19, 20, 21 anymore. But. Man, the friend group, what do they do, right? I think that you're really in a ro- between a rock and a hard place because y- there is a chance for you to lose a friendship either way. Right. And if they all really care about this guy, then they could really lose him a friend as a friend if he finds out that yeah. everybody knew. You know, a, a thing that I feel like has worked before is having the conversation with the girl and saying, if you're not going to tell him, I will. That's what I was going to say. I was – my thought would be to have a conversation with a friend, be like, listen, I know you don't have anything figured out, but what you're doing is fucked up and yeah, this and man not, is in my wedding. It's not fair. It's not fair to And it's to not fair you. to me mm-hmm. to put me in this position mm-hmm. where I know what's going on when he's my friend too as yeah. well now. So if you don't say something, you're kind of leaving me in a situation where you're leaving me with no choice but to say something and to And to, to lose him as a friend too. And right. you know that he's important to me. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's not fair what you're doing. And if you really – It's very selfish. It's very selfish. Yeah. And then the she'll probably come back and say something, well, you've been my friend longer. But that doesn't mean anything. Like I've had friends that I've been friends with longer than you. Where is my loyalty? Oh, it's to you, Gina. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it shouldn't come down to that because if you're going to play the loyalty card, well, you're not being a good friend to me either and yeah. putting me in this situation. So a, a good friend wouldn't put me in this situation no. that you're putting me in. So don't be that friend yeah. that's putting me in this situation, making me have to choose. Yeah. You either have – like that girl has to either give up the new guy and be – a good person to this guy that she's been saying I love you to or she needs to let him go and be or be honest with him be like listen I don't know what I want I yeah I want to see other people there is somebody else I'm talking to and I just want to be upfront with you about that and you know what if the dude is okay with that then so be it yep but you should at at least he knows yeah you should at least give him the opportunity to be like okay well I want to decide we know what I want to do. Yeah, because she's keeping him from being able to find somebody else. Mm-hmm. And like that's the shitty part about it is that he's caught up in somebody who's not caught up in him. Oh, my gosh. She just messaged me and said she just got off the phone with her and she told her that over the weekend she dropped the one dude off in Philly and hit the other dude up in Delaware on the way out. Oh, so she's just playing dirty. You know how this would make me feel. It would make me feel very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't like being in this situation. And it's time to hold your friend's feet to the fire and be like, you need to make a decision because if you're not going to, I I have loyalty to him to tell him what's going on. Yeah. And obviously she has loyalty to her friend too. If she's willing to talk to her friend first and have the conversation with her friend, be like, look. Yeah. I have loyalty loyalty to you as well, which is why I'm talking to you right now. But you put me yep. in this position that's made me extremely uncomfortable. And quite frankly, you're in the wrong for putting me in this situation. You need to rectify yeah. it. I agree. So that's our advice, I guess, right? It's, you're <laughs> Talk gonna, to you're the friend. A, you're in a shitty girlfriend. situation. It's shitty either way. Yeah. And there's potential to lose a friend regardless of whatever decision you make. If you mm-hmm. tell him, you may lose her as a friend. If you tell, you know, her what to do, that she may lose you, He, you don't do anything, you might lose both of them, he could find out later and be mad at you. I mean, you have to really think through your choices here, but I feel like he deserves to know. I do too. And having the conversation with the girlfriend first, I think is the right thing to do. Yeah. Give her the opportunity. But the fact that she's putting the whole friend group in this situation is very selfish. Yeah, because, you know, like – she brought him into the group and when you are bringing somebody into your group you want everybody to love them yeah and that's what they did they embraced him and love him and look how close they are now i mean is this girl in her wedding oh you know i don't know let's find because out. that's a that's a different thing too because it's like you love this guy so much he's in your wedding is this girl in your wedding? Do you, is it the same sort of love? But I feel like it's it's a it's a tough place to be in, especially that she continues to treat this guy this way, and he sounds like he's an, an amazing person. Mm-hmm. That's hard. That's really hard. Mm-hmm. Oh God, she's the maid of honor. Ooh. <sighs> yeah, I think oh. you have the con. When's the wedding? When she messaged me that she was like, I'll be on standby if you have questions. I'm like, of course. We, yeah. You know we will. We always have questions. <laughs> I appreciate her being. Me too. She's been my best friend since they were like 14. Yeah. So a long time. So That's this a is long a, time. This is a long friendship mm-hmm. here. But she's not being a friend to you by putting no, you in this situation. Yeah. Like, ugh. Hopefully the wedding's not like in two months. Maybe hopefully it's like a winter or fall wedding. Oh, March of next year. Whew, they have time. They have time in case something happens. Mm-hmm. I think the right thing to do is what we've said. Have yeah. a conversation with your girlfriend and let her know where you're coming from and how she's really not being a very good friend to you either by putting you in the situation and just be like, you know, I need you to do the right thing here. And that doesn't mean the girlfriend has to confess everything to the guy, but she can let him go. Yeah, she can let him go or be like, hey, I'm just not ready to, you know, full on be committed here, you know, and if you're okay with, you know, talking still, but, you know, we can both still talk to other people, then fine. Yeah. Then great. Or you never know. There could be a silver lining to this. Maybe they're both open to an open relationship, but he's like Mm -hmm. hung up on just being with her. But I don't know. There's definitely possibilities 
Taylor, I'm, I feel bad for you because you do have a conscience and you're so concerned mm-hmm. with this. You're put in a bad position and ultimately I think you're, you're going to be one of the people to lose regardless of what you do. Yeah. This is a tough situation mm-hmm. for sure. But I would talk to her first. Yeah. I would definitely talk to her first, but let her know how uncomfortable – it's made the entire friend group, uh-huh. you know, because it's a shitty situation to and if put it's everyone the, in. And if it's the friend group too, then maybe you don't have to be the only person on that phone call or I personally would do it in person. I, that's a conversation I would try to have yes, in person. a conversation in person. you know, texting can definitely be misconstrued and you can come off a, across as being like an asshole. When you're not, not what you meant. to be, yes. So maybe, maybe you almost need like an intervention with her. You know, have <laughs> right? a couple of friends there with you just to be like, this is how mm, we feel. I wouldn't do a couple of friends. I would do – since they've been friends the longest – I would do just Taylor and her friend because you get a couple friends involved and maybe they haven't been as friends as long as those two have, then Mm -hmm. she might feel attacked. I would have a one-on-one convo with her. Sure. And then what if that doesn't go right? Then what do you do? Oof. I don't know. Taylor, keep us updated. Yeah. (laughs) I I think you're in a tough, really tough spot. Yeah. But congratulations on your wedding. Well, she said they got married and had a COVID wedding that he was already into, the guy, so he would definitely know that this was about her if we didn't have him in this next one too. Yeah, keep us updated. I'm sorry. I really yeah. am. You're in a position that I'm happy I'm not in because it's a tough one. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I feel bad for her, Taylor too because absolutely planning her wedding should be something that's like fun and enjoyable, yep. you know, with her bridesmaids and her maid of honor and everybody else. And it's like you're putting this big cloud over what should be a really fun time for her. This can go a lot of ways. So, yes. Keep us updated. We need to know what's happening. Also, what does your dress look like? Because yeah, send us pics of the dress. Yeah, I love a good. What color scheme do you have? Ooh, I know. Listen to us. We're like, ooh. I love a good wedding. Me too. All right. Well, that was my serious moment after my fart in a jar. Well, I have a listener story. This is from Mike, and it's titled "Positive Feedback from a Disabled Male Listener." Hey, Melinda and Gina. Melinda, I've been watching The Real World slash The Challenge for years, and your original season of The Real World was one of my favorites. The casting for that season was phenomenal. I agree, too. They like mm-hmm. they knew what they were doing there. Not just because I was on it, but like well, I just and mean- you all are still friends to this day. I wouldn't say we all, but Who's for the missing? most part- My ex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's exes on the season. You know what? For some reason, whenever I think of- your real world season, I never think of your ex. It's funny because we were a huge part of our season. Yeah. yeah. But like now I just think of like Nehemiah and Wes, Wes Johanna, mm-hmm. yeah. Lacey. Mm-hmm. You're oh, good. Maybe I've just mentally blocked him out because you're my bestie. <laughs> That's love. Yeah. That's love. I'm like, oh, he wasn't even on that season. Well, I wish him well. This isn't like a bitter anything. Like I'm far over yes, that no, but obviously we're joking but people still ask you all the time how's danny oh and you're like i God. don't know <laughs> do you just not have any other question to ask like <laughs> y'all we haven't been together since 2009 yeah i literally i mean my ex i was with you know a long that's time 13 ago. years yeah. it's time to hang it up yeah. I mean, I've been with my husband since 2008, but before that, any of the exes I have, like, I I don't know. If you want to know how they're doing, ask them. Yeah, exactly. It, that's what's one of the funny things to me is people will message me or put comments under pictures and be like, oh, how's Danny? And it's like, like, really? Like, do I ask you how your ex is doing? I don't know. From 13, 14 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, anyways, um, I stumbled across your podcast the other day and decided to listen. You've always come across on TV as extremely genuine. This podcast has only strengthened my view of you, which is to say you're genuine as can be. Gina, you are absolutely hilarious as well. Oh, God, now she's going to have a big head. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Gina, you're absolutely filthy. So, aka hilarious. And that's why we love you. (laughs) 
the episodes I've listened to so far, I'm still trying to catch up, make my sides literally hurt from laughing so damn much, lol. I also appreciate how you two aren't afraid to talk about anything and everything, including taboo topics. This is why originally we wanted to start this podcast, mm-hmm. is exactly that. As far as the sexuality portion of the podcast goes, thank you very much to both of you and your other listeners who write in for teaching me what you all have, for being as open-minded as you all are. I only say this because I'm in my 30s, physically disabled, and a virgin who's never been on a date or been kissed by a woman. Oh, honey. Yeah. Anyway, I hope you both decide to do this podcast for as long as you possibly can. I absolutely love listening to you too when I need a good, strong laugh. Keep up the great work. All right, this man needs a Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you can be disabled and still get your your dick wet, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to know, have you put yourself out there? Have you put yourself on Tinder? You know, there are some freaky deaky girls on Tinder that can do all kinds of things that we talk about on this podcast. You, you know what? It's one of those things of putting yourself out there and you never know. Yeah. There is a guy. His name is Ricky. Hold on. Does it say what his disability is? Mm-mm. Okay. There's a guy on TikTok or Reels. I watch Reels more than actually going on the physical TikTok app. But his name is Ricky. I cannot think of his last name. But he has some major physical disabilities. And he has like millions of followers and is like just – I feel like he's embracing his his disability and having fun with it. And I'm, I can't say too much on it because obviously I don't have any physical disabilities. There is a lid for every pot. Mm-hmm, and I feel like it maybe you just have to put yourself out there. Well, and if you're a good, kind person with a good heart, good soul, good, like to have fun and laughter, you know, I think it's a shame if you, if you're afraid to let that disability Stop you from showing people who you are. Mm-hmm. I would be interested to know what your disability is. And maybe, and he sounds like a great person. Yeah. I mean, he went out of his way to write us a very complimentary, mm-hmm. kind email. Maybe his disability just makes him shy. You sure. Know? Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine what it would be like. No. But maybe there's a way we can help you. Maybe there's a way we can put you out there and yeah. find that lid for your pot. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I like that. I See? We're full of feel-good stories today, hopefully helpful advice. Yes, but thank you for sending that in, Mike. That was very, very, very kind of you. Well, I have another listener story. This is from Richard. I don't know why I sing it like that, but I like it, Richard. Because his name is Richard. (laughs) That's why. Okay. So he says, glitter follow-up from that Pinellas County story. What was the... Gl- the glitter? Yeah. Oh, those two girls uh, <gasps> threw all that glitter oh, on that guy. that's right. And then mm-hmm. they had charges pressed on them. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. When I was a junior in college, my roommate decided to pull a prank on me where they put glitter on top of my fan in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're still cleaning that shit up. So that when I turned my light on, it would go everywhere. What they did not realize was that the chain to pull the fan on for the light switch was not on. Oh. So for about three days, the glitter sat on top of that fan without (laughs) anything happening and me just turning my light on and off. (laughs) I just keep picturing, like, the the people who put it, like, just waiting. Waiting. Just waiting. Yeah. (laughs) One day, my then-girlfriend came over and turned the fan on while I was laying on the bed. Glitter went everywhere. Glitter rain. Glitter glitter rain. And of course, me not expecting it, I had my eyes open. After the initial shock, I thought it was hilarious, and the unfortunate thing was that none of my roommates got to actually see the plan revealed. Oh, that's the worst but part. But it might be even better just built up in their head, too. Right. You yeah. know? It might be funnier than what actually happened. Just Especially picturing it. if they were about to have, like, sexy time. <laughs> And then they had like like body oil all over them after giving a nice massage. Yeah, glitter just stuck, stuck. everywhere. <laughs> or if you just like lubed up your dick. <laughs> glitter dick. Glitter dick. I like that. Mm-hmm. I love a good prank. I do too. Mm-hmm. I love a good prank. Well, this one turns a little sour. However, after about 10 minutes, I started realizing that my eyes were stinging so bad that I could barely keep them open. Oh, no. And my girlfriend described my eyes as looking like I had got stung by bees. (laughs) Oh, no. I went to an (laughs) up top. 
ophthalmologist. I got you. I can't say, I can't talk today. Or any day, let's be honest. And they spent about four hours with me completely (gasps) awake, rooting around my eyeballs to get these pieces of glitter out. Oh, no. I didn't even think about the glitter actually going into your Mm -hmm. eye sockets. I was just thinking like you had allergic reaction just to the glitter itself. Yeah, oh no. my god. Got some glitter in his I'd rather have glitter on the dick than glitter in the eye. That's so it must sure. have been like the fine glitter. Like mm-hmm. in my head I'm thinking of like almost more like confetti-ish sort of, but glitter like this is oh my yes, god. like arts and crafts <laughs> yes, glitter. Yes, yes. So that it's like <laughs> fine. Oh my god. Yeah, you'd have to like sit over one of those science room eye flushing stations. Well, he said that they had said infection had already started, and if they had stayed in there much longer, it could have led to more aggressive eye injury. Oh, my God. Just a little anecdote on that story. Can you imagine being the friends then, too? Like, it's funny now, but then you would feel awful. (laughs) I said, oh, my God, great prank, but not great that it caused that reaction. Thankfully, you got it out. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what do we learn from this? If you're going to do it, use the big – the confetti. Yeah. Because that's still going to be everywhere. But, oh, my God, I was not even thinking, like, like little, like, Christmas cookie-type glitter. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like the sand, almost, like the glitter sand that comes in the jars (laughs) for arts and crafts. So I'm imagining they were just dumping, like, jars of that on (laughs) top of the fan. Once the fan turned on, that shit must have just went everywhere. It's even funnier to me. You said glitter. You did not say confetti. Why was it confetti in my head? Mm, Yeah. Lord help me. We'll forgive you. I have another listener story, and it's titled Socks or No Socks. Oh, boy. If it's sex, we already know it's no socks. Okay. We've, we've, we've talked. We have we touched have about talked this. We have talked in so. depth about this. Said you two crack me up. I just started listening to y'all from the beginning, and I'm at the socks, no socks during sex. I used to until I married my new husband. During sex, he will softly touch and mess with my feet, and oh my god, helps a lot for me as he has that micro penis. <gasps> he don't <sighs> listen to y'all. He Wait, has a flip. What's her name? Her name's T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making my mental checklist for who gets a t-shirt. I'm putting it on the list. I have to bleep her name out. She wants to be anonymous. So, Oh, well, I just want to mentally get a list ready going here that I actually need to physically. (laughs) Yeah, uh, but she can't wear this t-shirt. It's her husband. She could wear it when he's not around. You could wear it inside out and know what's in (laughs) the inside. (laughs) Okay, so she says, he he don't listen to y'all. He has a flip phone and no social media, but please keep my name quiet. Just call me No Socks. Just get on them feet while you are fucking me. So... This is the thing that we've talked about, though. Even if you have a micro penis, find something to make your woman pleasure. Fuck yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I I did. I only read the first sentence of this one. I did not expect a micro penis story <laughs> by any means. So no socks. I want a little more information. Did you guys wait until? you were married to have sex for the first time. And also, besides like the feet rubbing and all that, what else does your man do to make sure that you're getting pleasure? Mm-hmm. I'd like to know this because we don't we don't have contact with anybody who really has shared their micro penis stories of people who are still with someone. So yeah. like I'm I'm interested. Yeah, you're still with this person. So yes, I'm interested. Too. Yeah. And is he a really good guy? Like I wanna know. I want to know more. We need a little bit more info. I like that though. You know what? You're not a big foot person with sex. Like no. you've talked about this already, but like I'm I'm like one of those people it's like touch and do everything. Like not touch my everything feet. and Okay, you don't have to. You I'm know just what? saying Maybe like Maybe just ness. No socks. I am uh, just ness. Just nessy. Give her a little kiss. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Just give ness a little suckle. <laughs> see the look on your face <laughs> did you see that um reel i sent you of the person who painted their mm-hmm. uh, toenail on their big toe mm-hmm. and then let the toe pop out and it was longer like nessie is and that, that that girl's toe was interesting though because it was like the letter c <laughs> like it literally just perfectly hid behind her other toe 
I'm just, I'm personally not a feet person. And, you know, my husband doesn't have ugly feet. He does not. My feet are ugly. <laughs> he <than> does not. <laughs> just really emphasize that one. My feet are probably uglier than his. You don't have ugly feet. You just have that. I have a long toe. Exceptionally longer second toes. The one is longer than the other. But, yes, they're both long. Thank you for the pronunciation of the G. <laughs> Another listener, Carolyn. I will, wait, before we move on, Hold feet on. talk, I will tell you, like, I used to hate feet, like, bad. I could not, anybody's feet grossed me out except for my own. Obviously, it's on my body, whatever. <laughs> but I dated this guy who his toes grossed me out so bad because his, not his big toe, but his other toes were, like, fingers like had multiple like knobs in it like fingers do it it literally it would gross me out so bad because he would not that he let his toenails grow really long (laughs) but they would grow long enough did you have sex with him yeah i was i dated him seriously oh so the toes would they would you like think about them when you saw them well you know like you'd be in bed and you would if he, his foot touched my foot, it was like, <gasps> I pulled it away. Like, oh, don't dear. touch me with those freaking feet. It was it was bad. But like, I'm sorry, but men, you need to keep your toenails trimmed once they start looking like a woman's fingernails. One time, so my husband and I have our own sinks. Um, like, you know. That's a word sinks. you say funny. Oh, my sinks. God. Here we go. Sinks. We have our own sinks. <laughs> and it's, it's endearing. These, this is. Some of the stuff I love you know, about you. I'm, I'm leaving now. I'm taking my fart jar and I'm out. Hallelujah. 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 My plan worked. Tell me more about your sinks. You know what? 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 So Come at me. Come at me, bro. <laughs> um, the toenail clippers are in the drawer closer to my husband. So I had my foot over his sink and was clipping my toenails over Uh-oh. his sink. <laughs> he hated it. Apparently, one of my toenails flew into his toothbrush. Oh no! <laughs> it just got stuck in the bristles. <laughs> oh my god! That he, I would throw my toothbrush away. He got so fucking mad at me. Like, I don't think I'd get mad. I would just be grossed out. And be like, nope. He was like, "Why aren't you clipping your toenails over the toilet?" <laughs> yes, like a normal human being, Gina. I will tell you though, I had my own bathroom. I clip my toenails over the sink too. Oh, he was so. You need the so you need pissed. the better light. If you're a woman, you need more light. You do. As a man, you can just clip those things to your skin. Who well, cares? He was like, "Why didn't you use your own sink?" Convenience. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, it was just closer than livers. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, he yeah. And he, he for uses sure... a Sonicare too, doesn't he? Yeah, he he fucking threw oh, that head out. He I was guarantee so you mad. Because mm-hmm. Christopher is a very meticulous, like clean person. <laughs> so this was like legitimately very upsetting to him. He was like actually mad at me. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> I was like, oops, I'm so sorry. I did not know it flung into your toothbrush, but surprise when you went to brush his teeth. <laughs> you're like brushing your teeth. You're like, what is cutting my gums? You're just, mm, oh, man. And he what probably pulled it out and saw it was <laughs> Oh, my God. And he knew it was yours, too. Oh, for sure. Was it painted? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I got scolded for that one. And you know what? I did feel bad if I was brushing my teeth in his toenail. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, what the fuck, too? It's not something to get mad about, but it's something to be like, really? Yeah. Count your toenails after you're done Well, I shouldn't say mad. He was upset. (laughs) He was disappointed in you. (laughs) He was upset. As upset as you imagine one would be if they found a toenail in their mouth. Someone else's toenail. <laughs> Someone else's toenail, right? Yeah. So, oh my God, wait. Is there more on the Chris no, story? No, just lesson learned. I not. I do not use my husband's sink for any of my toenail clippings anymore. <laughs> you guys just need separate houses, I think. 
So Tyler, who was on Real World Key West, and like he was literally like my challenge bestie. On his season of Key, of Key West Real World, they showed him he clips his fingernails and toenails, and he puts them in a plastic bag, and he keeps them, oh. and he'll like eat them. What? <laughs> so I had totally forgotten all about this. Wait, why does he eat them? I don't know. I, I've like never candy? asked. He just keeps them in a plastic bag. I, I think baggie. he like, you know, cleans like his teeth and everything with them too. Like, okay, for <gasps> like me. Like a flosser? <laughs> he uses a toenail yes. as a flosser? Yes. Oh, so God. <laughs> so when we're filming All Stars 2, <laughs> Katie Cooley, who, oh my God, I had so much fucking fun with that girl. We would just get each other laughing so hard. Like she like slaps her knee when she laughs too. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> So one day, one day, <laughs> we're like sitting playing cards or something. I don't know. And she's telling a story and Tyler's like chewing on something. And she's telling the story and then all of a sudden she stops and she goes, Wah! Wah! and we're like looking at it like, what happened? <laughs> she goes, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. She's like, that better not be a toenail. That better not be a toenail in your mouth. Like, she's legitimately having a mental breakdown. Oh, no. Was it? It was a toenail. <laughs> she lost her shit. God, those are the things I wish they showed on the show. Like, the funny, funny stuff yes. that happens. Because she, like, literally, I thought she was going to throw up. And I mean, if somebody was actively chewing their toenail in front of me, I would probably have the same reaction. I'm surprised you didn't. It, you know what? I've gotten way past the feet thing. It doesn't bother me anymore. But it, it's not like it's somebody else's. It's his own. So it, I don't know. It doesn't. Ugh. I'm not kissing him. You know, like, yeah. I don't care. I, it, I guess. It, do you? I'd rather him chew them and eat them than have it end up on my toothbrush, Gina. This so, is very true. <laughs> so, <laughs> but she was so, she was like, Tyler. <laughs> oh, God. I fucking love katie oh my seriously God. why the toenail can you imagine like just meeting somebody a man and then you find out about that yeah i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know what i would do in that situation you know he's not interested in women so you know like mm -hmm. whatever not anything i'd ever have to worry about i guess you know, to each its own, but it's a little <laughs> off to me. Oh I don't God. personally want to do it, but you know what? He seems like a good guy. Oh, I love him. Yeah, so I to do. each your own. Oh, my God. Do you oh my chew God. those toenails? Seriously. Oh, my God. That Katie. I feel like we go so. All over the all place? All over the place. Like, do, can people keep up or are they just like these girls are all over the place? I feel like our listeners keep up. Oh, for sure for they sure. do. Yeah. Okay, so Carolyn sent in part of the MP elite oh. micropenis. I, thank you for the clarification yet again. Yet again. I would have had no idea you what that meant. What? You're not part of this club, so. <laughs> I thought I was an honorary member. That's you what you said. You are an honorary member. I'm going to I said, I'm making us t-shirts, damn it. And I am. Carolyn, your name's on the list too. She said, I truly don't know who to feel more sorry for, us or them. And you know what? That poses a good question. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. You know what? I bet you that men who have micropenises grow to love them. I bet they do. Sure. Mm -hmm. I just accept this is me. Love it or leave it. Well, if maybe maybe No Socks, who wrote us in earlier, can enlighten us a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, it's just it. – it is – you are who you are, you know – the end of the day. Okay, I'm you gonna stop. Think, I'm gonna stop. I'm just digging myself deeper. You would think though with the micro penis that like even just walking around, the friction from your pants would make you come. Oh, that would be interesting. See, maybe. Yeah. You're picking on them and then maybe they just constantly are having orgasms. Yeah, they're like, joke's on you. I get off daily. Minutes. Just by walking around. <laughs> Every minute. Every minute. <laughs> That would get old, too. I don't want to hate on the micropenises. I don't, okay? We are born with what we are born with, right? I shouldn't hate on them. Well, you could be like the guy from the last episode who got his extended and <laughs> by and an inch. COVID <laughs> made it go away. Well, Gina, I have a listener request for you. Oh. This is from Sydney. I just have to let you all know that Gina's forced gump voice is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Y'all should do an episode where she talks as Forrest Gump the whole time. 
see, and you were saying my Forrest Gump was bad. Well, there's a laughing emoji. Oh. So, so we're just making fun of you. So um, she thinks it's bad, huh? It's funny. And my favorite, and my new favorite, is your your chicken impersonation because that's oh, god awful. It was terrible. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. Sydney also wrote, you both are absolutely hilarious. My husband and I love your podcast. Y'all make my day. Thanks, Sydney. Oh, thanks, Sydney. You have to do it in your Forrest Gump voice. Thanks, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't even need to practice for that, okay? You are Just so good. Rolls off the tongue naturally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have another fun well, I don't know if it's fun. I haven't read the whole thing yet because sometimes I like to be just as surprised as you. Merrick sent us in a story. He said, hey, ladies, so glad Hi, you're Merrick. back. It's been a bit. I know. It has been a bit. So thank you. <laughs> I have a long story. What else is new? But I had to share it. About six months ago, my coworker divorced just over a year and I were talking. He was frustrated because the woman he is interested in and he had been together a couple nights before and the morning after... He thought afterwards he would be hearing from her more frequently. Her job keeps her busy and it will take days for her to return texts. Days? Yeah. That's a long time no matter how busy you are. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in the D, it's not going to take you days to text back. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to add that in there. I asked him, have you tried the eat it and leave it? Immediately two other coworkers overheard and asked, What the hell are you talking about? I told them about how sometimes I will be in the mood to just go down on my wife and then that's it. This blew all three gentlemen's minds. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But like, why? Why, Merrick? Why is this blowing people's minds? Because men aren't genetically built to just please the woman. The men generally are going down on the woman to get themselves To get their dick wet. Yes. Yes. You know what? Kudos to you, Merrick. Hell yeah. I mean, we've already expressed our love mm-hmm. for Merrick. I mean, he seems like a really good he husband. He takes so. care of his lady. He does. Mm-hmm. And he also really sounds like he's in love with his lady. Yes. He sounds like he's very in love with his lady. Very, and very. takes care of her. Mm-hmm. Kudos to you both. So a week plus goes by. My co-worker with the issue of no return texts or calls comes to the group of the four of us and exclaimed, what else do you know? I'm about to shut down a cell tower from this woman. <laughs> One of the other coworkers <laughs> says, <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't pull it off. The other says, Merrick doesn't know shit. Pull the eat it and leave it. No luck. Then I had to snuggle and talk for over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, you didn't do it right. You have to get into it. Listen and feel her body out. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. Sound advice. Yep. To which he responded, what is the matter with you? Bodies don't talk. Oh, that man is a lost cause. Yeah. Bodies do talk, okay? Oh, yeah. The pussy you, talks. Haven't you heard the Tove Lo song, Body Talk? Come on now. Get with yeah. the times. The pussy talks, you need to listen. Okay. <laughs> Another week goes by, first coworker comes to me with, had ears open to that body, had to switch to an all-unlimited plan for my phone, what else you got? The begrudging coworker is now a bit more frustrated because his wife pushes for the eat it and leave it and trying of different <laughs> things. <laughs> They've been married for 20 years and I he like is that. just not down. I told him talk to her about these concerns and frustrations and he still just thinks I'm crazy. Thanks for the laughs. So glad you guys are back. Love seeing Melinda on All Stars. Can't wait to see you on there again. Thanks for making Monday morning that much better. Thank you. Yeah, well, Mary- it sounds like it worked for your one friend. Yeah. Merrick, though, you, you're you doing something right there, sir. You keep on keeping on. I agree. You keep pleasing your woman, trying to give other men out there good advice, good mm-hmm. sexual advice. You keep doing those things, Merrick. Great sexual advice. Yeah. How do men these days still not know that a woman's body talks? Like, I just – you her responses, the way her body moves. Because he doesn't want to know. I guess. Yeah. Because he just wants – whoever – the other co-worker was, they just want to get their dick wet. Mm-hmm. Well, I have one last story here. Less than a week after winning a life-changing $250,000, a man was arrested for meth possession and drug paraphernalia. <laughs> oh, 
no. <laughs> His name's Joseph Hellard. He was the big winner of a Kentucky lottery scratch-off on February 26th. He called the moment life-changing, planned to buy a new home and vehicle, <sighs> and uh, that's when things got a little out of hand for him. He was pulled over on March 2nd after the police officer noticed that his vehicle registration had expired. <laughs> Dang, you just won money. You can't pay 80 bucks to get your vehicle registration done. Uh, they brought in a K-9 team. They found a smoking pipe that had a white crystal substance in it. It was determined to be meth. But we have covered criminals, quote unquote, like this before, where you're like, hell yeah, you're going to go on a, like, a, like a drug and stripper binge mm-hmm. after this. Dude, that's how people always get caught. It's that damn expired tag on your it's car. It's like $85. Yeah. People. You just won 250000 Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? You said that was Kentucky though, right? Yes. Florida's off the hook this week. With what? Oh, off the hook. Yeah. I, I was like, off the hook, like off the chain is what I'm no, thinking. No, like we haven't had one Florida story this this whole episode, and usually one will sneak its way mm-hmm. in there. It's it's close enough. It's a southern state. <laughs> well, we covered a lot of listener stories today. We still have so many more to go. We are just backlogged, but we are getting to all of them. So thank mm-hmm. you guys for your patience. Thank you for still sending them in just because – you know, we appreciate and love you guys. Yeah, and if you have more to send in, please continue to send them in because as we get to all the other ones, we want to share all the fun stories too. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can send in any stories to Blonde Moments Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can slide in our DMs. <laughs> oh, Forrest. <laughs> that was pretty good. It's so good. That was might have been my best Forrest impersonation yet you need to do cameos just for a scamp or get you the red hat the plaid shirt those mm-hmm. nike shoes <laughs> <laughs> all right i will end on a blonde joke you ready for this one i'm ready how did the blonde break her leg raking leaves oh boy i don't know how she fell out of the tree oh <laughs> my gosh <laughs> oh my goodness that is ridiculous <laughs>